Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. That's Molly Birdbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And that's Mitzi, Oven Mitt, my right-hand gal and co-host on the show. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. It's week two! The sun is shining, the birds are singing, and we're going to be giving good vibes only on today's episode. First up, our official ingredient guesser, Sulaf, is back for another round of Guess the Ingredient. That's right. Then we're getting controversial in the scoop with Champ. We're really going to be setting the story straight with this one. I can't wait. Are you ready to get started with week two, Mitzi? Yes! To the theme song! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Jiggly Confidence. Mystery Recipe. Mitzi, you seem to be in a great mood today. I mean, you always are, but even more so than usual. Well, thanks, Molly. I can't help it. It's such a beautiful, sunny day outside. It's hard to be gloomy on a day like this. That's very true. I'm going to be taking full advantage of this sunny day. I've got it all planned out. After we record today's episode, I'm going to go on a bike ride with my friend Greg, our intern last season. How fun. Tell him I said hi. I certainly will. Then I'm going to hit up the food truck for some tacos in the park. And my cat slash very best friend, Oliver, and I will be doing crossword puzzles on the porch swing all evening. That sounds lovely. Ugh, it's going to be just per- What was that? I think it might have been- Thunder. Oh, no. If it's thundering out, then it's probably also going to... Oh, no. Where did this rainstorm come from? That was not in the weather forecast for today. Wow, it's coming down pretty hard out there. Oh, no, 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 no. Rain clouds. Why are you doing this to me? Did you not hear how perfect my day was about to be? I'm sorry, Mitzi, but it's all right. It is not all right, Molly. How is this all right? I can't do any of the things I had planned today. Well, maybe not, but you can do other things instead. I know I can. I was just very excited for all my plans. And now I'm feeling pretty disappointed that they're all ruined by some lousy rain. I know the feeling. Anything I can do to help you feel better? I don't think so, Molly. But thanks for asking. Oh, I'm going to go give Greg a call and see if we can reschedule. I'll be back in a little bit. Sounds good. Talk to you soon, Mitzi. And keep your chin up, all right? It'll all work out. Thanks, Molly. Well, listeners, it's time for our first segment. Are you ready for Guess the Ingredient? In this segment, I'll play some sounds, and then you at home get to try and guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <sniffs> 
Hmm, any guesses what ingredient these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Sulaf. Sulaf is 13 years old and lives in Greenpoint, New York, and is our brand new official ingredient guesser for season four. Yellow. Hey there, Sulaf. How are you? I'm doing really well, actually. How are you? I am very good, thank you. And I am also really glad to have you back for another week of Guess the Ingredient. All right, Sulaf, I'm going to play you the first sound, so listen closely, and we'll talk about it after it's done. A part at the end kind of sounded like a wooden spoon kind of hitting the side of a bowl. Like when you're stirring, it kind of hits the inside of the bowl. And the beginning sounds like a knife cutting, like steel against a cutting board. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will probably be totally wrong, but that's what I've got right now. You never know. All right. Are you ready for your next sound? How about you, listeners? Let's hear it. Uh, okay. It kind of sounds like someone farting. quite a bit, like a concerning amount, but it also kind of sounds like uh, someone's like squeezing like a ketchup or mustard bottle. Yeah, that awkward sound when you're trying to get the ketchup out of the bottle. Not saying it's ketchup, but yes, that was definitely a squeeze bottle. Great guess. So this ingredient might be occasionally in a squeeze bottle. I think that's a good fact to keep in the back of our minds. All right, so here's our final clue. This one's hard. It kind of sounds like crushing, but again sounds like chopping or like chopping. It kind of sounds like chopping things kind of roughly. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. Okay, that's totally cool. Yeah, there's like a roughness to the sound. Yes, yes. That's a good thing to keep in mind. So you're getting close. What do you think, listeners? So I'm going to give you a few hints for anyone at home who might not have guessed what the ingredient is yet. This cold egg sauce contains as much as 80% oil and is usually too thick to pour. It's got a ton of different uses in the kitchen, from a sandwich spread to a tuna salad binder to an excellent browning element on a grilled cheese. And as one of the more controversial condiments, this week's ingredient often gets a strong reaction. So, Sulaf, I see from your expression and your hand gestures that you totally know what it is. What do you think? It's mayonnaise, isn't it? Right? It's mayonnaise. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Welcome to Mayonnaise Week. (laughs) All this week, we are going to dollop out some creamy facts about this excellent condiment. Mayonnaise appeared in French cookbooks in the 18th century and has been creating quite a stir ever since. It's one of those ingredients that people seem to either love or hate. Mayo is often used on sandwiches or in potato or tuna salads, but can also be used in dressings or marinades or even just to dip French fries into. So, Sulaf, are those sound effects making more sense to you now? What was the first sound? First sound, uh, I imagine maybe stirring like a tuna salad with it as the binder, I think. It's a good guess. 
but it is not the right guess. That was the sound of a jar of mayo being opened. So there was like a little bit of metal against glass sound. Oh, oh, that's hard. That is I know. Tricksy. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah, so in the U.S., mayo often comes in a jar or a tub. The second sound you got, that was a squirt bottle, because if not in a jar, mayo might be sold in a squirt bottle. And then that last sound... Any idea what that was? Uh, cutting bread to put mayonnaise on, maybe? Really, really close. It was spreading mayo on some toasted bread. That was like that rough sound of the knife going over the toast with the mayo. Well, I thought that rough sound was like cutting through uh, bread, not spreading on top of bread. But now that makes more sense. Yeah, it's tricky. This was a tricky week, but you did a really awesome job. Thank you so much for your help this week, Sulaf, and we are going to see you next time. Bye, Molly. Knock, knock. Hey, Mitzi. How's it going? I'm good, Molly. I just wanted to come and apologize for being such a negative person earlier. I was just very disappointed that the rain came and spoiled all my plans. Mitzi, you never have to apologize to me for feeling your feelings. It's fine to be upset sometimes. And you can always talk to me about how you feel. Really? Of course. You don't have to apologize. Hey, I actually have a little trick I use to apologize less. Want to hear it? Of course I do. Well, when I feel like I might want to apologize for something that I don't really need to say I'm sorry for, I think about how to say thank you instead. Like just now when you came and said sorry for being disappointed. Huh, I think I get it. Instead of saying sorry for being disappointed, I could have said thank you for listening to me and helping me feel better. Exactly. It is disappointing that the rain came and messed up your plans, and so it makes sense that you feel sad about it. But the rain is something that we cannot control at all. Right. It's one of those problems that, no matter how hard I try, I can't fix or change. When something happens that's outside of my control, all I can control is what I do about it. You mean like how I can't make it stop raining, or I can't stop myself from feeling disappointed? but I can make sure the rain doesn't ruin my day. Exactly. Nice job, Mitzi. Wow, that makes so much sense. Ugh, I'm so excited now. I may have had a great day of sunny activities planned, but I bet I can come up with some pretty fun rainy day stuff to do instead. Oh, I know. I think this calls for a rainstorm brainstorm. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you come up with, Mitzi. But before you start your rainstorm brainstorm, I think it's time for our next segment. Yes, it's time for The Scoop. Today, Champ is here with a very controversial figure, a bottle of mayonnaise. Champ, can you hear me? Loud and clear, Molly. Hi, Champ. Hi, Mitzi. How's it going? I'm good, Champ. It is a lovely rainy day over here today. Hey, Champ, you might be able to help me with this. I'm trying to think up some great rainy day activities. Got any good ideas? Hmm. Good question, Mitzi. Well, one of my favorite things to do on rainy days is watch movies. Yes! Oh, that's so great! You could also play a board game, maybe. Or you could put on a raincoat and go puddle jumping. Yes and yes, champ! Thank you so much, buddy. I knew I could count on you. No problem, Mitzi. Good luck with your rainy day fun. Well, we'll hear more from Champ in just a minute. 
First up, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. Kroger makes meal planning easy with thousands of recipes available now on Kroger.com. From everyday meals to holiday feasts, their collection of recipes caters to every occasion. You can even add all of a recipe's ingredients to your cart or shopping list instantly. Explore simple recipes using pantry staples or get the kids involved to make a new dish the whole family will love. Plus, their seasonal recipes offer the perfect opportunity to pair fresh ingredients with new ideas in the kitchen. Learn more by heading to Kroger.com slash recipes. Hi, grown-ups. I want to tell you about the latest cool thing from ATK Kids. It's for the three to five-year-olds in your life, and it's called the Preschool Chef's Club. The Preschool Chef's Club is a monthly box program that sends an actual box of amazing cooking and science-related content, from super simple recipes to activities, crafts, and games that will arrive at your doorstep each month. Each box is organized around a theme, such as colors, restaurants, or the farm. They are very, very fun. Maybe best of all, each box comes with an illustrated storybook filled with brand new characters, all pieces of kitchen equipment that live in America's test kitchen. I can't wait for you all to meet the gang. Dutch the Dutch oven, Tiny the fork, Courtney the measuring cup, Pinch the tongs, and Sizzle the skillet. If you have a preschooler in your life, get more info and sign up at americastestkitchen.com slash kids. And use the promo code FIRSTFREE at checkout to get your first box free. This offer applies to six-month and 12-month terms, which make a great gift for the three- to five-year-olds in your life. And we're back. Champ, where are you reporting from today? Well, Molly, today I'm at our local grocery store talking to one of the most famous and infamous members of the condiment section, Teo. Oh! So, Teo, would you like to introduce yourself for us? Sure. I'm Teo. And I'm Mayo. And honestly, you probably already know all about me. Many people do. But, Teo, do you want to tell our listeners what mayonnaise is made out of? Well, I'll get to that for sure, but before we go any further, I just want to address the creamy white elephant in the room head on. What's that? Listen, I know a lot of people don't like me, all right? I know that. I know a lot of people, like, really, really don't like me. And that's fine because I'm out here doing me, you know? Being 100% exactly myself is all I can do. It's just be me and not be sorry for it. Do you want to say a little bit more about the people who don't like you? I will, sure. I mean, they don't know me personally, so it's a bit weird that they're out here hating me and stuff. But people just have really strong opinions about Mayo either way, right? Not a lot of people just kind of like Mayo or kind of don't like Mayo. People either love me or they hate me. I've got some real big names who are on the record against me, too. Big names? Like who? Oh, man, like Jimmy Fallon, he hates Mayo. Rachel Ray can't stand me. Even former President Barack Obama wants nothing to do with Mayo. And that's just like, actually, with President Obama, it's fine. The fact that he even knows who I am, it's incredible, honestly. (laughs) So what is it about yourself that you think people don't like? 
Okay, so I think one thing is the texture. I mean, to an extent, I get it. I am sort of particularly jiggly. A solid sauce in a way that's off-putting to some. I mean, pudding, jello, even whipped cream are all jiggly. Most people were okay with those. Yeah, 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 you don't need to remind me. It's like I can be ten times more useful than those folks. But I think the permanent jiggle seems to be reserved for the cold and the sweet. The fact that I am served room temperature and I am the savory sort makes me a bit unsavory. You know what I mean? But also, the 1970s really did not help. The 1970s? What do you mean? So this might be more on the theoretical side. Might even want to add the word conspiracy to this theory. But in the 1960s, 70s, and the 80s, doctors across the U.S. made a real push to get people to stop eating foods with high fat content. And one of the foods they really pushed as unhealthy was, ta-da, yours truly. Huh. And so you think doctors labeling mayo as unhealthy and therefore worth avoiding may have had an effect on how people think about you today? I think anything is possible, my guy. I think anything is possible. So then how about the opposite? Why do you think some people love you? I mean, honestly, what's not to love? I am great. I'm luscious. I'm rich. I've got a ton of flavor and creamy, yummy goodness. The uses are endless. Pasta salad, here for it. Broiled veggies, let's go. Guess what you get if you mix me with mustard and honey. Honey mustard? Honey mustard, baby. I'm a big part of that. If I had a better agent, my name would be in the title, too. Okay, but before we run out of time, how about we go back to the first question? Ah, what am I made of? Yeah, what is mayonnaise made of? So, I love answering this one because not a lot of people actually know. Mayonnaise is made of eggs, lemon juice, or vinegar, water, often mustard, and oil. Lots of oil. I'm like 80% oil. Really? Yes, not what you expected, right? Store-bought stuff like me has some extra stabilizers in it and such. But yes, I am eggy and mostly oil. I always thought mayo was mostly eggs. Oh, not at all. Not even close. By some accounts, one egg yolk is enough to make a hundred cups of mayonnaise. You don't seem oily at all. Well, thank you. Not that there's anything wrong with being oily. But I'm not oily because of something called emulsification. What's emulsification? Well, let's back up a bit first. The sciencey part of it comes down to molecules. Almost everything is made out of molecules. Tiny, tiny, tiny extra itty-bitty particles that make up what we are. Vinegar molecules tend to stick to other vinegar molecules, and they don't want oil molecules getting in the way. So oil molecules keep to themselves. So your ingredients don't naturally want to mix. Ah, exactly. My vinegar molecules are trying to find each other again and push oil out of the way. And oil is fine with that. It really just wants to rise to the top and leave the vinegar in peace. So I'm guessing that's where emulsification comes in? Ah, exactly. You're smart. The eggs in me, the egg yolks in particular, are a great emulsifier. The mustard is too. Emulsifiers have molecules that bridge the gap between oil and water. One end of the egg yolk's emulsifying molecule likes water. Little secret, vinegar is 95% water. And the other end likes oil. So the vinegar molecules like yolks and the veggie oil molecules like yolks. Since the yolk's emulsifying molecules are there to keep the peace, the mixture can stay mixed. That's amazing. Oh, I think so too. So Teo, I have one last question for you. Here for it. How can I help? 
How do you deal with haters? Doesn't it feel bad to have so many people dislike you? Good question, champ. And honestly, the answer's pretty simple. It all comes down to loving myself first. It's all about the confidence. Jiggly confidence. Nice. Say more about that. What do you mean? Well, in the end, it doesn't matter at all what other people think about me. If Jimmy Fallon wants nothing to do with me, then so be it. I don't care what Jimmy Fallon thinks. I know without any doubt that I am cool and good, and whatever anyone else might say about me can't change that. I like Questlove better anyway. Huh. So as long as you have confidence in yourself and love and trust in who you are, then what other people say about you won't matter. Exactly. Well, Molly, that sounds like our scoop for today. Mayonnaise is made from eggs, lemon juice or vinegar, water, mustard, and a lot of oil. It stays together thanks to emulsification. And as long as you love yourself, then what other people say about you doesn't matter. Thanks, Champ. And thanks to Tao for that lesson in confidence. No problem. Molly! Hey, Mitzi. How's the rainstorm brainstorm going? Oh, it's going great. I think I have really turned things around here. Thanks to your help. And Champ's help, too. Thanks, Champ! Not a problem, Mitzi. See you next week, Molly. So, do you want to hear what I've got planned? Of course I do. Well, to start, Greg and I are going to get all decked out in our raincoats and rubber boots, and we're going to go singing in the rain. Really? Yes! We're going to meet up in the park and sing and dance and splash in puddles, and it's going to be the most fun Then, I'm going to go home to make some popcorn, and Oliver and I are going to watch a movie. What movie are you going to watch? Sing it in the rain. Sounds appropriate. Yes, perfect for the occasion. And we're going to play dominoes. Oliver is great at dominoes. (laughs) I can't wait. I think it will be just the most wonderful, rainy... Wait a second. What's that, Mitzi? Do you hear that? Not really, no. Exactly. It sounds like it stopped raining. Oh, I think you're right, Mitzi. You really can't catch a break today, can you? You know what, Molly? This is actually great, because I can practice some of what you taught me earlier. How so? Well, once again, the weather's outside of my control, and I'm feeling a bit disappointed that my rainy day plans will no longer be possible. And that's fine. Now I can combine my rainy day plans with my sunny day plans and make the most perfect day ever. That sounds like a great plan, Mitzi. Yes! Greg and I could go ride our bikes and eat food truck tacos. And then Oliver and I could watch Sing It in the Rain and play dominoes on the porch. Sounds wonderful. I think it will be. Yeah, I am so ready. Well, before you do any of that... We have to finish today's episode. Gah! Hooray! Not like, hooray, the episode's almost over, listeners, because obviously I love the episode. Great episode. All right, listeners, that's about all the time we have for today. But before we go, let's hear from a young chef just like you about what they are cooking up at home. Hey, Molly. This is Ida from Bozeman, Montana. I'm 16. And my latest recipe I love to do is your oatmeal recipe. And I adore you. So sometimes I mess up the ingredients, but it turns out all right. 
Love you, Missy. Take care. Say hi to her team for me. Bye. If you want to have your submission featured on the show, you can. Grownups, have your young chefs leave us a voicemail by calling 1-833-KIDS-ATK today. That's 1-833-543-7285. Just tell us your name, how old you are, and what you are cooking up at home, and we'll use as many of them as we can. Well, that's all for today, folks. We'll be back with more sauce next time. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? So far, we just know it uses pepper and mayonnaise. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like our show, leave us a review. Give us some stars and tell us what you think about the show. We love hearing from you. Until then, keep, keep on, on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a Sour Patch Kid. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's a peanut butter cup. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a lemon meringue pie. Andrea Vavjin is a Biscoff cookie, and Katie O'Hara is a chocolate brownie cookie, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik, strawberry shortcake, and Matt Boynton, an orange creamsicle, of Ultraviolet Audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a key lime pie. Our director of post-production is Jen Margolis. She's a cannoli. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is a chocolate lava cake. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a lattice-top peach pie. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's chocolate avocado pudding. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, associate art director, Gabby Hamanoff, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, test cooks, Andrea Vavjin and Cassandra Laughlin, and assistant test cook, Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Champ Hollins, and Baron Bass. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger, Driscoll's, and Green Pan. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Huh. The thing about combining my rainy day activities with my sunny day activities is there's a lot to pack in. Maybe if I combined... Rode on a bicycle with Gregory and Oliver, stopped and got tacos, took them to the porch, played a little dominoes while watching Singing in the Rain. What? Perfect day! Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. 
Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 